Tell everybody, I'm Tom Dorsey. I'm Jay Greg Nanny. It's September 5th, 2018. Hard to believe. Yeah. La- Labor Day has come and gone. Yeah. Labor Day has come, come and gone, and I labored on Labor Day. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. <laughs> Stock market stuff. I can't get away from it. I have Doing some research, yeah. I love it. I mean, I, I just absolutely love it. You know, I was thinking about once, once DWA sold to NASDAQ, I'm thinking, what would I like to do different? And the answer is nothing. I love this business so much. You know, as long as I have been in this business, I can't, I hate to go to bed at night. Yeah. I can't wait to wake up at 9.30 in the morning. I don't wake up then. I, mean, I go to the gym boy before <laughs> then. But at 9.30, the market opens. And um, to me, it's like being at Disneyland every day. Yeah. Well, it's, it's never a dull moment. No. It's something different every day. It's never a, a, the, second, a, the same thing every other day. So, uh, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, you know, in September, that's one of the things you think about here. What I have recently done in my covered writing portfolios is is heavied up on my uh, options I sold. Mm. So in other words, what we did at the uh, webcast yesterday, uh, uh, JT and I were talking, and we were talking deltas and, and, and protecting portfolios and whatnot. And so I said, what would you do if you were going to create an equal position in the option in the stock by buying the stock, selling the call? Well, if, you, if you're selling an at-the-money call, it has around a delta of 0.5. And if I sold two at-the-money calls, that makes 0. 0.5 plus 0. 0.5 is 1. So now I've created the exact same position as, if, as my underlying stock. Mm-hmm. So as the stock goes up, my options will go against me. As the stock goes down, my options will go for me. And it's an idea that in September, when things can get out of hand, you may want to have more delta into your portfolio, i.e., I might be long 2,000 shares of something, and I've sold um, 30 calls. Mm. So I'm covered on the 2,000, plus I have another 10 on the 30. Yeah. So it's, it's an interesting conversation, and it's basic arithmetic. But, you know, and the reason... That I mentioned that there are many people who listen to the podcast and don't watch or can't watch the uh, the webcast is we were having technical difficulties yesterday and as I was paging through the report waiting for the technical difficulties to be resolved I'm paging through the report paging through the report and finally I get to the bottom and I know it's here but usually you know my attention deficit gets me part way through and then I <laughs> then all of a sudden I got to go watch. As the world turns, you know, <laughs> and uh, I get to daily option ideas, and I look at this, and I said, you know something, it's been a while since I've actually looked at this page, and I love it. I mean, it's a great option page with new recommendations, follow-ups on past recommendations. Um, one of these things here is still recommended, uh, a section there which would be calls that are still recommended. I might look at those maybe as covered rights. I might you know, work those out. Um, it's a fantastic page. And another thing that just, when you look at this report, there's so much stuff in it, it's unbelievable. As you page down, um, right below the uh, equity uh, roster, you're going to always see a DWA spotlight. Yeah. So I went back while we were waiting to get started here, and I went back a week and I just went down and looked at the DWA spotlights and came up with five ideas that, are, that look fantastic. That are right there. And you know, and it's right there in front of you. So there's, just by looking at this report, you're going to get all kinds of interesting ideas. And if reading it is not your thing, 
Yeah, we ought to have this in audio. Of course, it's visual too. It's, it's visual. But there's so much in the report, it's, yeah. a, it's absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. You know, and, and one of the things, there's a lot of idea-generating ideas that, that are in there. There's also general market commentary. And, you know, one of the things that you, you started talking about was, was September. September, historically, is the worst month on record for the market for the S&P 500. If you go back over the past 90 years, the S&P has averaged at about a 1% uh, decline during the month of September. Now, that's not massive by any means, but what you can do with that information is employing some strategies like covered right strategies today mm -hmm. or, or overriding existing positions today, such as a way to generate some income if the markets do pull back during the month of September. Certainly one way to, to, to look at that. But when you look also, it's interesting during the month of September that there's lots of other areas that tend to historically do pretty well and those, are, those tend to be areas that are traditionally non-correlated or alternative type of assets, things like gold, things like crude oil. Those areas of the market tend to actually do pretty well and have averaged positive returns historically going back. So, you know, crude or, or gold, I guess I should say, gold over the past 31 years has averaged about a 2% gain during the month of September, while crude oil is about a percent and a half positive during those months. So um, just if you're looking for some ideas, certainly looking at those areas um, as, as potential trading ideas, not necessarily areas we'd be looking to today as long-term investment strategies, but in general, you, you'd still see, especially for gold, the long-term relative strength of gold um, is still down. The trend of gold is still negative here today. But if you look at just the short-term perspective and the short-term picture, a lot of these gold charts, well, GLD, being one of them, which is just a gold ETF, it's about 60% oversold. And so it's gotten to the point where from a near-term perspective, you've seen some of these commodity charts move into what we would consider to be uh, relatively oversold conditions. At the same time, you've seen many stocks move towards, or, or at least a lot of the major indexes move towards short-term overbought conditions. So regressions towards mean certainly would not be out of the realm of possibilities here as, as we enter the month of September. And those would be more for trading ideas. You know, regression to mean there's a lot of people out there that trade that type of thing. Gold is something that I have never understood. <laughs> and the same thing with airlines. I've never understood them. Gold, the only time I understood them was 1978. And that's when everything that glittered went up. It didn't matter what it was. Silver, gold, the worst gold mines in the world that never found any gold doubled in price. <laughs> I mean, it was the most amazing thing in the world. And you gotta, if you got some longevity in this business, you live through all of those kinds of things. And this was 1970s. That's when gold went to its all-time new high. Back then, it was $800 a share. And uh, silver, the same thing. The Hunt brothers were trying to corner silver. And you have some of these, these mania-type things. Back then, uh, there's nothing else you would have wanted to own but gold. Mm -hmm. What did you say it was, $800? $800, yeah, back then. What is it today? $1,200, $1,220? Yeah, $1,240. Right yeah. But when you look at that GLD chart, I mean, it just doesn't, you can't make a case for it. No, no. Aside no. from regression back to mean, yeah. and that would be more for traders. You know, what, one of the things that I do is, is the model page. And I'll tell you, if, if I could section this thing off and just work it, just create a whole separate product out of it, I would. This is, this is what I call my brickyard. And this is where I put together the house. You know, I, I do it at Folio Investing. I have no axe to grind with them. 
But that's where I run my models because you can't do any options there. But it, what it does, it forces me to leave things alone over there where at Schwab I can do options and I can't leave things alone. You know, and I really love the option part of it. Just it's so cerebral. Um, it, it, it gets me going every, every morning. But I also, then I go over to my other portfolios that I, that I just use for uh, smart indexing, T-Row price model, that just sit there and perform. You know, they just keep running. It's like a Mercedes. Lexus just keeps on running, keeps on running. And you don't have to do anything to them. I love it. You know, so my portfolios are, you know, in the stock side, split up. Uh, 25% in models, 25% covered writing. And I think covered writing makes a tremendous amount of sense. All you have to do is Google the normal distribution. And that tells you why covered writing makes the most. 68% of the time is the right strategy. You know, and it also makes you different for your customer. You're doing something different in the portfolio. You know, for those models, you mentioned it's like driving a car. Driving a, you said Mercedes yeah, or Lexus yeah. or whatever it is. And, you know, they're all different um, in, in terms of their construct, and they run, they certainly run, and it's important to go back and make sure you're taking your car in for an oil change, rotate the tires and do all that kind of stuff, and that's where the models come in, is they help identify those leadership trends, mm-hmm. and they're going to stay there as long as those trends persist, but there's also a discipline to rotate out of those areas, and, and there's a lot of talk out there now on, you know, the, this this bull market has been the longest in terms of the, the number of days, how much longer can it last, or... Technology stocks have run. They can't keep on outperforming as well as long as they have. And that's where the models can help force you to, to stay with positions that are continuing to outperform and continuing to show leadership trends out there. But at the same time, also have the discipline to, to rotate out of those areas when the market dictates that it's time to do so. And so, uh, you know, I, I think that's where a lot of the, the, the risk management piece, the knowing when to sell positions are just as important as knowing which areas of the market to be in. You know, when you look, you go to the you go to the to the model page and you look at like the first trust focus five. Okay, that's not the ETF, that's the first trust owning all five of them, making the changes when they take place. And you look at the returns there, there's no back testing in these returns. This is when it was actually running. Yes, correct. So the this is you know, I look at these numbers and you say, you want to own this? And then the FVC, which is really where I want to be because I want cash built in, that's what customers want to hear about. Not that you are so clairvoyant that all of a sudden you know when you have to start going to cash. Let's have something in there that's rules-based that can start working its way up the ladder when things start to get bad. And that's the beauty of that. I'll tell you, um, there is so much that can be done. You know, Take a look at the uh, DWA stock uh, uh, model. If that performance is doesn't knock your eyes out, I don't know what will. <laughs> yeah, and that's a ends up being a um, about twenty stock model yep. that owns four of the strongest sectors out of the forty, and then owns about five stocks in each of those in four each sectors. sectors. Right. right, exactly. Now it takes time. This is something in your customer's portfolio that's going to be see a lot of changes. But on the tax-efficient side of it, you'll get a lot of short-term capital losses with a lot of long-term capital gains. But it's something that's extremely active, and it's got the returns and whatnot. I think it makes a lot of sense. You could have that as a piece of a person's portfolio. Yeah. That way they own some stocks. I mean, some are smaller cap, 
yeah, absolutely. in nature. Yeah. So it would be hard to go to um, IBM and say, here's for your retirement account. Let's, get, let's go into the stock model because they would blow it out of the water. But for you customers, you can, you can do this. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to get in small, some of the smaller names. It's designed to be a, a growth type of strategy. It's right. going to be more aggressive, um, but but certainly it is. Uh, it's a it's a very nice piece of a portfolio that you could take, or, or in your words, a brick that you can add to the portfolio. Add to it. Yeah, exactly. You know that uh, that video that I used to have, um, cooking light. Yes, that yes. was the coolest thing in the world, and I don't, I don't think you can get it anymore. Maybe you can. It was a cooking it's light. Called, the, it was an app. It was an app for cooking light. Yeah. yeah, and it was the kind of thing where you said, you know, okay, for your for your meal, I want to select a steak, and you hit steak, and it comes up, and you select which one you want, and it tells you how much salt is in there, mm-hmm. how much uh, sugar, how much, and then it gives you a color. Is it red? Is it green? Turns out red, you can't eat that. You got to try something different. And it made me think about creating a model portfolio yeah. that was able to give you those factors. If we could, if we could put that together, it would be fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it would be. You want all green? Green is good. Healthy portfolio. Healthy portfolio. Yeah. And healthy eating. <laughs> yeah. Check out check out Cooking Light if you can get yeah, it. Yeah, I think I think the app's still available. I think you can still get it out there. Well, well, check it out because yeah. it, it's really cool. All right. It's all we can muster up today. Well, yeah, it's, it's been a pretty quiet week, Labor, Labor Day week. Yep. Everybody's getting back into the group of things. Uh, children's getting back to school. Yeah, all the little <laughs> churns in school where they should be. All schools should be open. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. All right. See you next week.